take time to just tune in and try to separate what's yours and what's not. As if you're highly sensitive, you take on everything. So I think it's important to just listen to yourself and try to separate what's yours and what emotions or vibes you might have picked up along the way. Are you ready to say yes to your wealthiest and most abundant life, overflowing bank accounts, and a deep sense of inner fulfillment? If you are, then you are definitely in the right place. Welcome to the Girl Unfiltered Podcast. Hello, Girl Unfiltered tribe. Welcome back to the Girl Unfiltered Podcast. How are you feeling today? Maybe you could just take a moment as you hit play on this to just place your hand on your heart and just take one beautiful grounding deep breath in right here in the present moment. And just let it go. Just let go of whatever has come before this moment right here. Just sinking into your body and into your breath and grounding into the presence of where you are right now, knowing that you are safe and you are held and that you are supported. I like to do that throughout my day, just to ground and bring myself back into my body. And that, I feel, is a perfect way to begin uh, when it comes to the conversation that I'm going to share with you today, because I am joined by Louise Henning, and she has created a beautiful community uh, for highly sensitive people, for people who maybe feel like they get drained more easily by outside energy, who maybe feel very sensitive to specific types of energy, people who have to protect their energy, and people who maybe don't realize that maybe they do have a very sensitive energy space. And she really shares how to support yourself through that, what you can do to create boundaries, how you can re-energize yourself, and really also give you a deeper understanding of your sensitive gift and to embrace your sensitivity and to reduce the overwhelm and build confidence around it. I know I'm not necessarily somebody who would be um, high up on the spectrum of totally highly sensitive, but I really do resonate with so many elements of it and feel very much like I'm somebody who, when I've given out a lot of energy, has got to withdraw, has got to build my energy center back up. And I also know that I am super sensitive to other people's energy. Uh, So I could relate to a lot of this conversation as well. And I'm sure that even if you wouldn't necessarily define yourself as a highly sensitive person, just As a spiritual being walking this planet, I think that we can all relate to this on some level. So I'm excited to introduce you to Louise, who joined me all the way from Sweden. Well, welcome Louise Henning to the Girl Unfiltered podcast the founder of a beautiful community for highly sensitive people. Um, Thank you for joining us all the way from Sweden today. Thank you for having me. You are our first Swedish guest. Oh, really? I'm honored. (laughs) (laughs) So I want to dive straight into it. Um, We're going to be talking about this amazing community that you've built and how you support other people who feel highly sensitive. So let's begin with 
what does that actually mean <laughs> to be highly sensitive, to be a highly sensitive person? Yeah, um, it's um, basically a highly sensitive person is someone who has a finely tuned nervous system and we experience like we respond to stimuli in a different way than other people do. So we often have been labeled like shy or introverted or overly sensitive as kids. Mm. And um, we get drained by crowds and like we need a lot of time to recharge. We get overwhelmed easily. Basically, we process input differently than other or than non-HSPs do. Mm. And did you always recognize or know that you were somebody who felt that way? Were you aware of that growing up? Not really. I Maybe. <laughs> like I always, like when I realized I was highly sensitive back in 2013, I think, I could like trace back and think like, okay, I've been highly sensitive my whole life, but I wasn't aware of it until a few years later. Mm. I've always been highly sensitive, but I didn't know anything about it. And I didn't know yeah. why I was like feeling all the things that I was feeling. And how did that show up for you in childhood, especially not understanding why maybe you were feeling the way that you're feeling or why maybe you were different to other kids in your classroom or even in your family? Yeah, I think the main thing was picking up on things that other didn't. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like in school, I was very, I always knew where things were, like if someone lost their shoes or their socks (laughs) or something, I always knew where they were. Because mm-hmm. I pick up, as a highly sensitive person, you pick up on everything that's going on around you. Mm-hmm. So that was like the main thing, I think. And also being very sensitive to how people express themselves. And like vibes and yeah. things that are not said, that's like in between. Mm. So it's intuitive then as yeah. well. You're highly intuitive. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like you can read a room without anyone telling. You can just know what people feel. (laughs) I definitely resonate with that as well. (laughs) And so am I correct in believing that highly, being a highly sensitive person is actually a term. That's not something that you've created. Like it's an actual term. It's an identity that can support somebody who does have those aspects. Yeah. It's actually a personality trait. So you're born with it. And for some people uh, like myself, I did not realize I was highly sensitive until like when I was 20 something, but one out of five are highly sensitive in the whole world. So that's a lot of people, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but we don't talk about it. It's not talked about that much. So it's not surprising that a lot of people are unaware that they are highly sensitive. And how is it showing up in your adult life before you maybe understood exactly what your qualities were or what it meant for you to be highly sensitive? Yeah, like I was like I was saying before, I take in, I do now <laughs> also, but I take in a lot of people's like how they feel, their moods, um, their vibration almost. So that's one thing that uh, affects me a lot. Um, being around people and picking up on their energy. Yeah. Um, it's hard to, as a highly sensitive, to not be affected by it. Mm. It's a work in progress. <laughs> yeah. Were you in the workplace at that time? Were you around energy of the different energies of people every day? Yeah, I worked in a clothing store. 
Oh my God. Talk about energy. (laughs) (laughs) It was like the worst place, but also I worked in preschool. It's good, but it's also really like you get overwhelmed easily because from the kids, you get all their, their emotions, their ups and downs, but most of all, you get their love. So that's like on the good, (laughs) good side, but the parents, when they drop the kids off and when they pick them up, they're often stressed and like upset Mm -hmm. and yeah. The places where I worked was not the best for me as a highly sensitive yeah. person. So how did that shift and change when you realized I'm not actually alone here? I can define why I'm feeling the way that I'm feeling or what these qualities are that I'm experiencing. Did your life shift after that? Did the choices that you make shift? Um, both yes and no. I was diving really deep into the whole term and like reading a lot about it. But I had a really hard time shifting because it took a while to like understand what I needed. And because it's different for for every highly sensitive person, like what you need to uh, fill up your energy tank and like all all those things. So the shift took me a few years, actually, but I took it nice and slow. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, No rush. But um, yeah, also like highly sensitive people most of them are people pleasers. So it's hard to shift straight away because you're worried that someone's going to think you're uh, being annoying or just hard, like working against them. So it takes a while to get confident enough to stand up for yourself and uh, believing that uh, your needs are valuable too. So what kind of boundaries do you have in your life now to protect your energy? not saying yes to everything. Yeah, that's <laughs> one for all of us. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also like small things at work, for example, mm-hmm. I work in an open office. So a boundary for myself is to use uh, headphones. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of noises going around, people talking and music. So I just have to shut down and like tune mm-hmm. in inwards. So I use uh, noise canceling headphones But also like if you go to, if you meet with friends or uh, go to a party or whatever, you don't have to be the last one to leave. It's okay to leave early and it's okay to say that you have something else that you have to be be at and leave. But also I'm a big fan of listening to your gut. So I do that a lot and try not to listen to the mean person inside saying that you should stay, everyone else is staying and all of that. So I just try to mm. shut that one down and listen to my gut. What do I need in that moment? Yeah. Is that something that you had to fine tune, like the listening part, or is this my gut speaking? And in those moments, how do you tune in to that? Because I completely agree. You, like your gut cannot lead you wrong. No, I don't know. I, I don't know how I do it. <laughs> I just trust it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's hard sometimes uh, it's like a mix of that mean person. I don't know what you call it. I call her a little miss critical. Yeah. The crit- okay. yeah. Little character, little miss yeah. critical. She sits on your shoulder. <laughs> but if you have been with her for a long time, it's yeah. kind of hard to separate that. Definitely. You almost believe that that's the, who you are. So it's really hard. But once you try to like, hmm, is that really true mm-hmm. you learn eventually but it's really hard to mm-hmm. know who's talking sometimes and when you've been out maybe at work or an event 
Do you find that there are certain things that support you in recharging more quickly now, now that you know what it is you need to do when you're maybe at home or by yourself? Yeah, I just need to, the, the big thing for me is journaling yeah. and meditation, but I do it often in the morning because I feel like I need to start my day off with like clearing with a Definitely. clean slate. Definitely. So that's a big one, but um, both me and my partner is a big fan of quiet time and just like mm. sitting and sharing silence. <laughs> mm. So that's so lovely to have that, that we can like, I can just come home and be quiet for a while if I need that. Yeah. I was actually going to ask you that. Is your partner a highly sensitive person as well? No, he's not. (laughs) So how does that work in your relationship? And was that a learning curve with communication as well? Yeah. Because in the beginning, I thought that he was not a feely person, Mm. but it's it's just that he hasn't really had the tools to express himself. So he's actually very sensitive. Mm. I feel like he's taking in a lot of, like he's also a people pleaser. So I that that was a shift as well as I thought he was like not uh, an unemotional person, but he actually is, but in his way. Mm. So he's actually very understanding and we understand each other, but we just have different needs um, amongst that. Mm-hmm. And with him not being highly sensitive, like, is there like something that you have to say or do to express yourself to him when you need to shut down or you need to step away um, so he can understand that? In the beginning, I had to like explain myself more, I think. But now when that he knows, because mm-hmm. he, I don't know, I don't think he follows my Instagram account. But <laughs> I talk about like a lot of the things a lot. But um, no, I don't think as of right now, I don't need to explain. He just knows. I can just say that, okay, I'm going to sit, do some meditation or sit uh, by myself for a while. And he's just, okay, I'm fine with that. Do you want me to go out? Do you want me to stay in? Like, he's really respectful of that. But in the beginning, I had to explain more. And like, I used a system trying to explain my, my energy level. Mm-hmm. So now he gets that and just say like, oh, okay, I'm on a four today out of 10. And he knows that, okay, when you're below five, you need more quiet time or like, okay. yeah. Whatever. Okay. You have to tell us about this system because <laughs> I feel like this applies to all of us. Like I'm, yeah. I resonate with all of this. So what is the system that we can all use? <laughs> <laughs> no, what I think like a 10 is like, okay, let's go do something. I'm full of energy. Let's go on a road trip or whatever you want to do. And then when I say I'm a 10, he knows that, okay, we can do, we, she, she doesn't have to be in an environment that uh, suits her <laughs> highly sensitive personality trait. Um, but when I'm like below a five, I feel more fragile and I have a harder time uh, shutting out the input. Yeah. So that's when I need more like slower activities or just maybe hanging around at home and reading a book or taking a bath or doing nothing. <laughs> um, so I just try to tune in and um, listen to what number <laughs> that fits for me that day. It all comes down to communication. Like it takes practice to, for him to also yeah, get used to my <laughs> little system. Mm. But when it's there, it's a really good way to, because I don't want to say that, I feel bad today because I don't feel bad. I just feel it's just a different vibe. 
Yeah. Well, that's a really good way of doing it. I'm even thinking that I could totally use that with my husband because yeah. they want to help us and they want to know how they can support us and they want to know what we need. And I think that's a great way of expressing it. Like, hey, I'm at a four right now, so I need to recharge to get myself back to an eight or whatever it yeah. might be. Yeah. Or having maybe a list for yourself of if I'm at a five or below, what are the things that I need in that moment? Sometimes you're feeling so crappy, not, I shouldn't say crappy, but tired or just you've got yeah. nothing left to give that you don't even know what you need in the moment. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like you could have your below five list, like a bath, essential oils, read a book, walk in nature, whatever it might be. I think that's a really good thing for all of us. And I'm really curious because I just realized that you're pregnant and I'm pregnant too. And so I'm really curious to know what has that felt like for you as a highly sensitive person? And the reason I'm asking is because I definitely feel pregnancy has made me extremely aware of energy and people's comments and what I'm surrounding myself with. Like the TV shows that I could have watched before, I cannot watch right now. Like it's it's comedy or romance or or there's nothing. <laughs> I know. Because it's I'm so aware of the fact that like I'm protecting my energy, but I'm also protecting the energy of the baby. And it's just this this instinct that kicked in. So yeah. as a highly sensitive person, how has that felt for you? <laughs> I would say exactly the same <laughs> as you, but before I was very, I wouldn't say anxious, but I thought things through a few more times than maybe you should. <laughs> mm-hmm. And now I feel like, okay, that's not important anymore. So I have been like so much better at letting things go wow. and like not stressing because yeah. that's not important for me anymore. And I've been so much more calm than I thought I would be. I w- thought I would go the other way and like be crazy, like checking everything off and like just being manic almost. <laughs> <laughs> but I just went the other way. And that's so, I I feel, I've never feel, felt so calm, I think ever oh. as of right now. That's actually so beautiful because I feel like that's you being in tune with your baby and maybe this baby giving you that because I mean, calmness is the best thing you can actually feed your baby with because yeah. stress is the worst. Cortisol is the worst thing to go through their, their bodies. So the fact that you're intuitively just in this space of calmness is so wonderful. And I completely resonate with that. I feel like that with my happiness levels. I'm just like happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I know that's not how it's for everyone. But yes, um, so we're really lucky that we get to experience this part, I think. So, so lucky. And not that I've not experienced some of the things that you are talking about. Like I've had the day of like manically wanting to tick things off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have my lists. Like I have lists on the fridge that I am constantly ticking off that make me yeah. feel more calm, that make me feel more safe and supported. But I think also having the tools and knowing what you need is just so important during that. And so I've never known boundaries like this ever in my life. Like if I can't be around a group of people or if I can't be around someone's specific energy, like I'm just like, I'm not going to feel bad for this. Like I can't do this right now. (laughs) We have different priorities. (laughs) Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I agree.
Ladies, before I forget, I have got to mention the fact that I have created and designed a brand new money magnet meditation for you all. I took the old version of the money magnet meditation and I just basically elevated it and the frequency oozing from this beautiful meditation is just incredible. I listened to it myself. I don't know if that's bad that you listen to your own meditation, but honestly, it just gives me all the vibes. So if you head to the link in the show notes, you can download and access that instantly. I highly recommend using this as part of your daily practice. It's only 12 minutes long. You deserve to give yourself 12 minutes of abundance vibes. And I especially recommend listening to this in the morning because it will help you walk through your day with that beautiful grounded but abundant feeling within your body. So go check it out and let me know what you think of it by tagging me or uh, DMing me at girl underscore unfiltered and let me know that you're listening to it. So I would now love to know how your community has been built and grown because you discovered this about yourself and you started learning the tools that you needed, but you've also grown a huge community online for highly sensitive people. So where was that born from? Speaking of stress, (laughs) (laughs) that's where it came from. (laughs) No, but I was working really hard or like not listening to what I needed for a very long time, people pleasing and all that things that are not good for you. (laughs) And in the end, my body just shut down. Mm. Um, So I went home from work. I was exhausted home from work um, for, it was a few months. But during those months, I started to like, just, I was slowing down the pace and kind of tuning in, I think, because when you're burnt out, your nervous system is like on alert all the time. So you're like really receptive to everything. And I just turned to Google <laughs> and I was like, why am I feeling? Cause I felt like an overwhelm that I never felt before, obviously. Um, but also that I was taking in so much emotions and vibes and different energies that I was like kind of confused if it was mine or not. I don't know what I Googled, but I Googled something like, why am I feeling so much? (laughs) And I ended up at a website where you can do a self-test if you're highly sensitive or not. And I've never heard the term before. So I was like, why not? I love (laughs) self-tests. And then I just ticked like all the boxes and I was like, okay, so this is why I've been feeling the way I've been feeling all my life. Mm -hmm. It was like an epiphany. Mm -hmm. So that was like the starting point burnout and then just trying to find some kind of answer to what I've been thinking for the last couple of months and then I turned to Instagram or like everyone said Instagram (laughs) so there was a lot of information about the trait but I couldn't find um, like an account or information that spoke to me visually and I'm a graphic designer and art director and like that's my profession so I felt like hmm, I think I can do this in a way that speaks to me because the Instagram account was for me at the beginning just to like share my own experience my plan was not to have it grow uh in the way it did so yeah in the 
beginning, it was just for me, like a way to tell my truth, I think. Yeah. Um, and then it just grew. <laughs> mm. And that's, I'm very happy about that, but um, it's kind of surreal. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it really, really did grow. Was it, I love that you were, you're honest like, about the fact that it was a part of you being able to express what you were going through, which is beautiful. And I'm not surprised that it grew because it was probably coming from a place of like not being attached to the outcome, not being attached to yeah. what it needed to be. Instead, it was just coming from a place of value and honesty and awareness. Right. Yeah, it was super because in the beginning, no one knew I was running the account. Not mm. even my mom and my sister mm. we were super close. So I could write like my deepest, not my secret, but like what's deep down. I could just, yeah, I could write whatever I wanted. Mm. And it was so freeing because I've always been like aware of what I say and how I say it and how to, yeah, like in the pe- people pleasing matter manner, I think. Um, so it's kind of nice to being free in that sense that I didn't have to take that into consideration. Yeah. And I'm curious as a highly sensitive person, how was it for you to be attached or receiving other people's energies online? Because you're putting yourself out there very vulnerably. I even feel that and sometimes need to protect myself from the online community or what I think somebody might say or do, because I I can be sensitive to that. As a highly sensitive person, Mm -hmm. was that a thing for you when growing the community? Yeah, I think when you're that honest and like genuine in what you're communicating, it opens up uh, for people to share their experience with me, which leads to me taking on those, whatever they're telling me. But I think, I don't know, it's hard because you want to be there and make them feel seen and heard and valued. But at the same time, you kind of don't want it because it gets too much and too close because I get a lot of DMs from people that uh, live in other countries that are not where being sensitive is not accepted. So -hmm. there's a lot of like hurt and um, heartbreak and sadness around that and anxiety. And it's hard for me to um, draw like some kind of boundary when I'm the one allowing it to like be spoken about. Yeah. I don't know. Yes. Sometimes I struggle with that, but most of the time it's not that draining. It's more love and happiness. (laughs) Yeah. Which is great. I just, I thought, because sometimes I work with clients or I've even gone through myself where you feel, okay, like energetically, I'm kind of maxed out with this online community, or there could be a fear of, if I let this grow, I'm going to be really seen or I'm really going to be heard. And that can be very vulnerable. And then you can subconsciously block it from growing, which mm. did not happen, obviously, very clearly <laughs> for you. So were you clear on your boundaries from the beginning? Or is it just not something that has affected you in that kind of way? I was not clear on my boundaries <laughs> in the beginning. But I think as time went by, I got more clear on what um, what's okay for me or my boundaries. So now I try to draw, like when people ask me for advice on things that where I'm not capable of giving them advice, I all always like, thank you for sharing, but I need to refer you to a professional because I can't 
like give yeah. advice on things that is not within my field. Of course. So I just try to be also the people pleasing thing. Nice, but also like try to okay yeah. here, but not further. Yeah. Um, but it's hard because you want to help. You're empath empath empathic. I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean. I know exactly what you mean. Uh, uh, you want to help everyone and not be like uh, dismissive. But um, yeah, I try my best, but it's really hard. Setting boundaries is a big thing for everyone, of course, but especially for highly sensitive people. But um, it's a work in progress. <laughs> Let's say that. And you're continuously coming up with content. Do you create structure around that? Or how, as a highly sensitive person, how do you generate that? Um, I have some kind of strategy that in the beginning I posted every day, but after a while, since I work full-time also besides mm. running this account, it's, it was not working. Mm. So now I, I think my strategy is to share when I feel like I have the energy to put in mm. to sharing, mm-hmm. because if I post something where I just post for the posting sake, it's not going to be as genuine and raw as I want it to be and people can feel that yeah I also I also think I switch like I share um things that are relevant to what's going on in my life that might sound weird but that's in that way I can be genuine and um open uh about what what's happening and how how I deal with things and situations that's going on yeah and I think that works for me and that works for my community so I think it's a win-win yeah but not being online and like not posting every day kind of scares me because that was what was working in the first place mm-hmm. um and now with like the algorithm switching up every second you get kind yeah. of stressed out. Yeah. but you've already you've already done so much of the growth that you've yeah. already built such an amazing community that if you post every other day I don't think it's that fine it's <laughs> probably a fact it's more important that you nurture the people in there from a place of integrity, which absolutely sounds like what you're doing. Yeah. And also, as you know, being pregnant in the yes. beginning, it's not dance on roses. So I had like three months where I was like, I cannot, I can't do this. Yeah. Your priorities change. You're like, is it yeah. worth me getting some rest for the baby or forcing myself to post? I know which one I'm going to pick. Most yeah, of the time. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Um, And so what would be some of your tips? I'm curious, because we do have a lot of business owners who listen to this podcast, who I think would resonate on some level as being highly sensitive. What are some of the tips that you have for them um, around how they can manage their energy while being an output as well for many others? Yeah, managing your energy is a hard one. But the big thing is to take time, hopefully, if you have time every day. Uh, to just tune in and try to separate what's yours and what's not as if you're highly sensitive you take on everything so I think it's important to just like really listen to yourself and try to separate what's yours and what emotions or vibes you might have picked up along the way Mm. because that's something that we do without even knowing Mm. what can some of the things be that they do to protect their energy because we're on calls we're dealing with clients you're de- you're online I'm just curious if you have tips of of how they can protect their energy but also feel safe putting themselves out there at the same time 
talking about being like recharging yourself, take days yeah. off. Yeah. Uh, depends on if you are a business owner or if you're how your situation looks, but taking days off like for real. Because yeah. I'm an expert at taking days off, but still being um on social media or like talking, sending DMs to my mom or whatever, but like fill your battery. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like also one thing that I'm I also suck at, but I try not to like try to be better is to never respond right away. Mm. I do that a lot. Like I'm really fast when, when I get an email, I'm like, okay, I need to just get this out of the way. Mm. Cause it like, it stresses me when it's there. Yeah. And I just want people to um, feel like I'm a hard worker. I'm quick. I'm easy to work with, but um, we pick up on nuances and like, vibes when we read emails or are in meetings um so I think it's important to like just take a break and like pause and Mm. if it's a let's say it's an email like read the email and like really think through what you want to answer and give some time and then respond Mm. and is this very similar to because you talk about this a lot for your community the difference between leading from the heart and leading from the mind is that an example of that for you yeah, I think so. Because, like, let's just put it like leading by mind. It's it's when you feel stressed and worried, and like worried and like a tightness, and you're like, okay, just just get this done and like just work fast. And when you're leading by heart, it's like um, expansive, and you feel more of flow, and you being your true self, and then pick situations that uh, spark your soul. And I think leading by heart is something you actually do if you take pauses and tune into yourself so yeah you're right <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so explain because this is something you're developing as well I believe I think you're developing um, more around this topic of leading from the heart rather than the mind yeah um, some of the things that someone who's listening who knows that they're a highly sensitive person or and are maybe a business owner or an entrepreneur can start doing maybe one or two things to really start living from that heart-centered space rather than their mind I think it's important to tune in. I talk about tuning in all the time, but I do that a lot because we don't have time to do that when we're like up in the air leading by mind, but tune in and like be curious and listen to yourself because in this world as where we live in now, it's so we, like everyone's just, yeah, getting on by on their, with their day and not stopping and pausing and listening to themselves um and we often just do what everyone else thinks we should do and not yeah listening to ourselves so I would say this might not be for everyone but journaling is a really good thing because then you can be really raw and honest about what you actually want and only you like yourself can define what it means to lead by heart and listen to your heart so it's not like there's a right answer but I have four questions that I journal when I feel like I need to like calm down when I'm up in my mind I need to calm down (laughs) like I would love you to share those because people can go away and start implementing those yeah so one is and these are like big questions but um these can change whenever you feel like they need to change the answer Mm. Uh, so what do I dream about what do I wish for what do I want more of and what do I want to feel So it's like some big things and some more like that you can implement for the day or for a longer run. Mm -hmm. But um, just 
give yourself some love and compassion and listen to yourself because I haven't done that. I didn't do that for 23 years and that did not go very well. <laughs> so well, how beautiful that you know and have awareness over this as you bring your child into this world because you're going to be sensitive to what their needs are and whether they're a highly sensitive person or not, you're going to be tuned in to supporting that emotional need that they have, which is just wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm really excited to see if he's highly sensitive or not. <laughs> not that yeah. it matters, but it's like, <laughs> I if he is, I feel like it's I can um, help him figure out himself or guide him <laughs> yeah. into that um, earlier than when I figured it out. So. Mm. That's wonderful. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, is there anything that you would love to share with our listeners, like one parting word of wisdom that you would love everyone listening to know, maybe for themselves or for the world? I would say that being putting on the spot now. <laughs> being sensitive is nothing bad. It's a good thing. It's a strength. It is. Yeah. Sensitive is the word itself. It's filled with so much negativity, I think. So we need to turn that around and see all the strengths that comes with it. I totally love that. Your sensitivity is a superpower. It it calls on your intuition and your ability to pick up on so many beautiful, amazing things. I completely agree. I'm grateful for my sensitivity. So I'm claiming that today. That's my mantra. Perfect. <laughs> well, before we say goodbye, where can people connect with you or get to know you about more about you and your community? You can find me at Instagram. That's where I hang out the most. <laughs> and uh, my account is highly sensitive underscore person. So that's where you can find me. Send me a DM or a comment or whatever. I'll, as I said, I answer everything. So, so why don't you people who are listening who resonated? Um, maybe there's a big takeaway that you have. Tag both of us in a screenshot of you listening to this podcast episode. Tag at highly sensitive underscore and at girl underscore unfiltered, and we would love to connect with you and just see what really spoke to you. Thank you so much for joining us today, Louise. Thank you for having me. If you loved today's episode, please be sure to leave a review on iTunes and hit the subscribe button because women supporting women is my jam. And if you want extra daily doses of motivation, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at girl underscore unfiltered and go ahead and screenshot this episode. Send me a DM and share your biggest takeaway because I love hearing from you and I just really want to drop into your DMs basically. (laughs) So I'm sending you so much love and abundance and have an amazing day.